Holy shit, Chris. I can't believe you got me fucking tickets to see the Mets and the Rockies in Denver. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, man, you know, I figured, hey, you know what? You're a Mets fan. Let's get some tickets to see him play the Rockies. Yeah, I am a huge fan, man. And, you know, we get to kill two birds with one stone. Because remember we were talking about we wanted to do a case on that Denver International Airport where they say that there's FEMA camps and prisons and shit below the uh, actual airport. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly why I booked it. Oh, man. Well, thank God we're going together, man. I would never want to be fucking stuck in that place by myself. Yeah, that would be a shame. All right, let me just squeeze my bag in here. All right, uh, Chris, why don't you hand me your carry-on? I can uh, squeeze it in here, too. Uh, I think I left my bag outside, actually. Uh, let me go grab it quick. Uh, yeah, okay, man. Uh, just uh, hurry up. I think we still have a few minutes. Holy shit, the fucking plane's moving. Chris! Fuck! Bye-bye, asshole! That's for the Mexican wedding! Enjoy your stay, seven stories underground. You that asshole from the Between the Cracks podcast? We've been waiting for you. We have a room reserved for you downstairs. of the Between the Cracks podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Now, Chris, myself, and thousands of listeners around the world are dying to know that the big question tonight is, how are you? Well, the wait is over, everybody. I know you've all been listening to these episodes, and you are eager to know how my day went. It went like shit. What do you think it went? <laughs> okay. <laughs> fucking coronavirus is going around everywhere. You got fucking no snow this winter. I, I'm just tired of this shit. And this podcast has somehow become a full-time job. So I've had it. <laughs> Once a week with the uh, incredible amount of uh, research we do uh, around these podcasts as well. <laughs> and the editing. The, oh, my God, the editing. <laughs> Now, Chris, if I recall last week, you were quite irate about the snowfall situation here in the uh, Northeast, more specifically, New York State. Tonight, I picked a place that is known for its snowfall. Buddy, tonight, we're going to Denver, Colorado. More specifically, we're going to the Denver International Airport. Do you have any idea why we would want to go there? I don't have a fucking clue. Well, let me enlighten you. The Denver International Airport is quite famous on the internet because there are a number of conspiracy theories that surround the building of this airport. Now, before we get to those conspiracy theories, why don't you give us a little background info on the Denver International Airport, Chris? Don't mind if I do. The Denver International Airport was built and opened in 1995. Uh, this was basically to replace a airport called the Stapleton International Airport that was built in 29. That was the symbols SIA, 
The international airport here is now DIA. Now, the DIA, isn't that a popular government agency? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're, you might be confusing it with the letter C. Oh, the CIA. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue, Chris. The people scratching their heads at the construction of this airport was basically due to the fact that it went from a larger airport to a smaller airport in the sense that there was less runways. So this was like, oh, okay, we're going to spend a whole ton of money to build a new airport, and then we're going to cut back on how many runways there are. Now, I'm going to have to uh, go out on a limb here and assume that there might have been a few delays with the building of the new Denver International Airport. Um, By the sounds of it, they also had uh, some monetary issues. Am I right, Chris? Did it possibly go over budget? (laughs) did it ever uh apparently they went over by about two billion dollars holy shit um the construction which uh uh, also some some of the speculation here on as to what the cost where the costs came from was because there was five large buildings intact buildings that were buried underground and they're thinking that the construction of these buildings and whatever other, you know, uh, bells and whistles that went on underground, which obviously nobody could see what was happening, led to the the uh, the completion time being pushed. The, some of the construction workers that worked um, on the airport itself and the and the underground dwellings had validated the claims that that the buildings were eight stories high in order to dig down that deep to build this and then you know to build a a tunnel system a plumbing system an electrical system um underneath there that would be able to create this underground community i mean that is where i'm guessing the major delays came into into play yeah uh i'm right because like you're you're basically building a fucking underground city yeah, I mean, and who knows what, what the extent of this was going to be. You know, there was the, the talk, or at least the news that you get, is that the, the underground buildings were some supposed to be some sort of a, you know, a, a luggage, underground luggage transport system. and I mean, that's a pretty big fucking uh, luggage <laughs> transport system. Think of one eight-story building. You know, you're, you're talking about an 80-foot-tall 80, an 80 building, and now five of them that were buried underground. I mean, like... What the fuck's going on here? Obviously, people saw them being built before they were placed underground, and they know that you put them underground. So, like, I don't know. I don't know how many how many people bought that story, but the Denver Post reported that there's over a thousand employees that work down in the underground facilities every day. I mean, that's a lot of fucking employees to have in an underground bunker. So this place must be huge, you know. Um, it says there are also two very long tunnels, which are about 7,000 feet each that are used to transport the luggage. Granted that the airport itself, I believe, is about 33,000 acres. There's quite a distance, you know, to get from tarmac to tarmac or, you know, baggage claim to baggage claim, wherever you have to go. But why eight stories? Yeah, 470,000 square feet underground. That is huge. That has a huge amount of space. With the construction and the delay and then the stories of there being these 
eight-story high buildings that are buried underground and the secretive nature of the tunnels and the roadway system underground. This has led to a lot of speculation, and this is now when the conspiracy theories come into play. There are theories that range from there's a FEMA camp set up for when the government wants to impose an imprisonment of the population. They believe that there's an underground bunker to protect the societal elites, basically. If or when there would happen to be be a nuclear holocaust, these rich fucks would be safe, <laughs> essentially is what they're saying. All these underground dwellings were constructed via the commands of the New World Order. Now, which is funny because we're going to go back to that, but... On one of the dedication plaques that they have in the airport, they refer to themselves as what, Chris? They refer to themselves as the New World Airport Commission. The New World Airport Commission. So it's like, to me, that just sounds like they're fucking with everybody. And then and then there's a spokesperson for the airport said the name was given to a group of local politicians and business people who helped fund the airport's construction. But what's the fucking point? It's not even... A, a legitimate yeah. group. Right. I, you just made up a name just just for this one instance. Like God, uh, I'm already getting agitated with this fucking idiot. <laughs> now, so we'll get back to all this. Uh, we're going to go back inside the, the airport terminal shortly. But there are a number of things on the outside of the airport that we needed to talk about. As you drive into Denver International Airport, you'll notice quite a few odd things. The first thing that's going to strike Chris's fancy is the <laughs> statue known as Blue Mustang. Now, although the name of the statue is the Blue Mustang, uh, locals and travelers alike have come up with the uh, nickname of Blucifer for the uh, demonic-looking fellow. Now, Blue Mustang is a 32-foot-tall, anatomically correct which means he has a... Now, I, I'm confused by the terminology here, Chris. Would the correct term be penis? Is that the word we're looking for? Uh, yeah, I, I guess that'd be the word. Okay, thank you. For thank a you. male horse. Okay, I wasn't sure uh, if that was the correct term. But uh, moving forward, this 32-foot blue-balled fuck is... <laughs> Um, a statue of a Mustang, which is right outside of the Denver airport. It greets you upon your arrival. And it has, not only is it fucking bizarre looking, you know, you have a blue goddamn horse just sitting there in the middle of nowhere, but <laughs> it also has glowing red lights for eyes. <laughs> Who would do that? Honestly, like, what's more welcoming than a fucking demonic horse sitting out front? That's Especially, blue. I, you know, like, like, I hate flying enough. I don't need anything getting in my head before I get on a goddamn plane. As you're leaving, you see the fucking eyes flashing at you. Like, <laughs> I don't need to see this blue bold asshole and this red eyed dick looking at me. <laughs> oh, man. So the craziest part of that is that <clears throat> when it was being built, so before it was actually installed in this location, the uh, designer, the creator of this statue, 
uh, was killed by it. It fell over and, and severed his artery. Yeah, a piece of it had fallen on yeah. him. I mean, and, and the thing is huge. So any piece that falls right. on you is probably going to do some major damage. But apparently it got him just right and it severed an artery and he unfortunately bled to death. So, I mean, with the looks of this thing and then hearing that, no wonder there's a conspiracy theory around it so that is just one of the cryptic pieces of art that we're going to come to find out that exists externally and also internally now the other thing that i wanted to mention about the outward appearance of the airport is the (laughs) the circus tent like top of the airport itself if you look at this thing it looks like uh like something that Pee Wee herman would be living in what they claim is that the top was a dedication to the snow-capped Rocky Mountains, but it looks more and more like a, like I said, a fucking circus tent. And the funny thing here is, initially, the roof was made of cloth. Now, whoever designed this must have forgot where they were building this place, because this thing is smack in the heart of Denver, Colorado, a city that is known for an abundance of snowfall, so... <laughs> Uh, there was a major snowstorm that took place, putting nearly, God, I think 24 plus inches of snow onto this cloth roof, the, which in turn weighed it down and it couldn't handle the stress. And the roof caved in and left over two feet of snow inside of the airport, closing it down for, I believe, about two days and leaving some very pissed off passengers. What a fucking idiot. I mean, how do you... <laughs> How do you like? How do you make that mistake? You're you're in a super windy, super snowy environment, and you're building a, a goddamn tent over your fucking airport. I don't know. To me, you like I had mentioned once before, airports never close, right? An international airport's not going to close completely. It's it's going to be open unless some severe instance, you know, severe weather or something causes destruction. Maybe. Maybe the the this was done with intent. Maybe uh, maybe they wanted the airport to be closed for a couple of days so that they could uh, do some other things underground. Maybe they needed to ship some people in. Who knows? Ship them in, ship them out. Who the hell knows? You yeah. Know? People always make fun of conspiracy theorists, but a conspiracy theorist is just somebody who who questions a known liar, which is our fucking government and and mm. pretty much ninety nine percent of the population. You know. The, the, the funny thing is you don't know if it's some sort of agenda, um, if the conspiracy theories are real, if they're, you know, are they valid or are they just ridiculous claims or is it just a, a series of foolish mistakes? Now, <laughs> another huge one. And now after this, well, I promise we're moving inside this fucking airport. But this is the last one. Now, the runways and... <laughs> This is just, this is so fucking stupid, are designed in a way, so you, it's almost like you have, you have four runways creating four different right angles, essentially. Now, if you look at an aerial shot of it, there have been a number of people who claim that the the four runways there resemble a swastika. Could these people be that fucking stupid to design this thing to look like that, or was there, if there was a design benefit behind that? Now, even if there was, you got to take into 
account that you're bringing all this attention to you. First off, the blue balls outside of your airport is going to bring a ton of attention. The stupid looking circus top is going to bring attention. And you, you, now you got this. You certainly don't need a swastika shaped <laughs> runway. <laughs> yeah, like you're looking at if you're looking at blue blueprints of this from from above right you're gonna how do you how does somebody not see oh by the way this looks exactly like a swastika granted i don't think that wasn't done done intentionally no, i doubt it i i i just you know some say oh no it doesn't look like a pinwheel and those are probably the same people who are <laughs> trying to deny that there's any type type of conspiracy going on but not to say that there is but anyway I don't know. It just seems like a really stupid thing. This entire place just seems like a circus. Maybe that's why they put the tent on top of it. Chris, let's make our way inside. After you, pal. Uh, always after me. <laughs> Ooh. Now, let's discuss, before we move on to anything else, let's let's continue on with the uh, artwork. There are quite a number of interesting um, murals. <laughs> <laughs> that, that take up resonance on the interior walls of the DIA. Yes. Inside this place, there are some creepy-ass-looking murals or paintings or what have you. The one mural that everyone's like, what the F's going on here is... Uh, it's, it's called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. And the other one is The Children of the world dream of peace. Well, those sound nice enough. Well, the first one has soldiers. This fucking guy looks <laughs> like a, a, a Nazi dictator. Yeah. <laughs> that to to go along with that theory, it definitely does. The guy's got the guy's got a fucking machine gun in his left hand and what looks like a, a fucking machete. Looks like looks like a fucking sword you would find in fucking Aladdin, with the what's his fucking name holding that thing? <laughs> and is he slicing a fucking bird in half? Slicing that bird? Literally, head. looks like he's slicing a dove right in half. And then you got a, cu a couple dead kids laying behind him. <laughs> like there's 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 almost what look like a bunch of women like holding babies that are surrounding him and like weeping. So it's supposed to apparently it depicts an environmental destruction and genocide along with humanity coming together to heal nature and live in peace. So this, the second part is almost showing tons of kids all surrounding and defeating this th this dictator that's now laying on the ground, looks basically dead with the doves laying on top of him. But if you look, if you look at it, I mean, it's kind of, it's a nice little painting, right? With the kids and you got the dead guy there. Very nice. But if you look <laughs> at nice the, touch. <laughs> the way it, it's laid out, and I don't know, I think they might have painted over the, the Nazi fucking guy. But if you look at it, the way it's laid out in the airport itself, so as you're looking at it, you're going left to right. So the picture with the kids and the, the dead soldier is on your left with a rainbow over the top of it. And this rainbow then continues on to the next mural, which is right next to it. On the right side, then that then has the Nazi-looking guy with the machine gun and the, the, the machete. Now, that's on the right. So if you're looking at it left to right, as if you're reading or, or following the imagery, it's like these kids were wishing for peace. <laughs> and they got fucking slaughtered. <laughs> the fucking guy came back to life. <laughs> and killed them all. Oh man, yeah, that's that's it's just true. So, it's so fucking stupid. I, I mean, 
like I said, if, if you're nervous about flying and, you know, if you have social anxiety, whatever, you don't, nobody wants to see this shit. It's, it's stupid artistic impression, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's just dumb. You know what's interesting, Bill? About your right to left. Isn't Hebrew red mm. right to left? What are you getting at, Chris? Maybe it's depicting a struggle uh, that happened with the Nazis. Obviously, the Nazis concentration camps and stuff that that killed a ton of Jewish people. Maybe it was supposed to be red right to left, not let left Ooh, to right. That's a good point. That's a good. That's a. That is a very good point, Chris. But it's just a weird fucking thing to have up in an airport. Just put a fucking Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> yeah. there. Seriously, just put put like the the airport emblem or something. You fucking get all like these like interpretive fucking murals on the wall. Just. But you know creepy. the weird thing is that, not to keep harping on these things, but you have the children of the world dream of peace. Okay, whatever. That's a nice little picture. You got all the kids there, and everybody wants peace. But then you have. The other one called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. And that's the guy that has the sword. That's a soldier that has a sword and, and a machine gun. Uh, where's the harmony? <laughs> and and the, the poor little dub getting its fucking head chopped off. Unless that's depicted in the picture because he's what appears to be, looks like slicing dove in, a dove in half. Um, and there pe- appears to be two, two doves in the other picture. So uh, maybe. <laughs> this is what it sounds like ah, ah, when doves cry. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm fucking delirious tonight, Chris. <laughs> anyway, read this thing however the hell you want to. It's weird either way. You just you don't want to look at it before you get on a flight. And I don't know. Would you even want to look at it if you're having a few drinks at the bar uh, before you get I just I don't need it. Freak out. Let's move past that. I'm sick of it. I don't even want to look at it anymore. Now, if you look just above your head, Chris, at the baggage claim area, you will notice there's a pretty little gargoyle that is lurking and looking at you now these little fucking things are spread out throughout the airport so you got these bizarre murals you got the demonic horse outside you're inside a circus tent you got a swastika for your runway and now you got these ugly ass gargoyles looking down at you from every goddamn direction (laughs) it's a nightmare in this place you're not now you're definitely starting to question the design and who who actually constructed this. I mean, there's no wonder there's conspiracy theories behind this. And when you start piecing all these things together, you're like, who, who in their right fucking mind would have built an airport like this? You know, and granted, not only the, they made the airport smaller than the last one, and it has all this massive underground capacity. And you're telling me that there's a thousand employees down there doing what? Other than passing luggage around through tunnel systems, I mean, there, especially why? In addition, why would it have to be that extensive of an underground network? You know, it makes no sense. So there obviously has to be something that is that there also has to be another reason for its construction. It's. Maybe it it would it, it would make sense to have an underground bunker to uh, house, you know, 
Anybody that's not us storing a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> I mean, I, I get if that's what they're going, but are they going to really advertise? Oh, only the elite people are going to jump into this fucking bunker if there was an apocalypse. Well, that's all they fucking care about and that they give a shit about us. Yeah. Um, I mean, in 2016, the airport actually offered tours of the tunnels to the public. Yeah, so like, Le- level one. <laughs> that, that maybe was a way to uh, kind of keep people from from asking questions and you know, oh if they're going to show us what's under there, there there can't be anything suspicious so who knows yeah like you said like if it was just one level i mean who knows the the extent of the tour i mean eight stories five buildings i mean how long would the goddamn tour be if it was to do the whole entire thing so yeah i mean that that could definitely be that could definitely be something that they try to, to quiet the, the the masses with. I don't know. But it's like, you know, I, I, it pisses me off when I hear the, the term conspiracy theorists as, as a derogatory claim. It's like, we're just supposed to be good little fucking peasants and, and believe everything we're told without any questioning of any kind of uh, governmental or corporate system. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm not saying every conspiracy theorist you know is has you know has theories that are that make sense and you know some of them are are really far-fetched like there's ones where i've read or i'm like all right you're you're really reaching but like if you've heard theories before from these conspiracy theorists and you've sat there and said oh my god actually that makes perfect sense then that's probably for a good reason i mean you're there's there's things, there's too many things we don't know uh, that we should know that leads you not to be able to trust the government or, or any of these, you know, these, these huge corporations. Think, of, think about all the technology that, that, that could be out there that is being held off and, and, and released in increments. I mean, you think somebody with the chance to, to milk as much money as possible if somebody is just going to start throwing out futuristic inventions? Like, there's too many things out there that are... Crushing. Chris, easy. You're losing your mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, yeah, I mean, honest to God. So they're obviously... I mean, I would bet that they're hiding something down there. We obviously don't know. I mean, who knows if it's anything sinister. Uh, I doubt it's a FEMA concentration camp. But, uh... <laughs> Who the hell knows? Who knows what's down there? Well, you're going to find out, bud. And these, these assholes are running around with smiles on their face, acting like they're doing us a favor by giving us these tours of the first level, looking at some fat stooge taking <laughs> bags off a, of, a, of a cart. As you walk past Bluebell's Gallopster over there <laughs> in front. Let's do a quick recap of everything we know so far. We have Blue Balls Blucifer greeting us a, 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 <laughs> upon our arrival. Right, a demonic blue horse with a big blue horse dick that nobody wants to see. Then we make our way to the circus tent made of cloth for a uh, a town that thrives on its snowfall as a main part of its commerce and tourism. Oh, look over to the the tarmac, and we got um, runways in the shape of a swastika. All right. So then, now we make our way in. We got what appears to be a couple little Nazi uh, murals sprinkled about. You look up, 
trying to look at, try, trying to look at something you know that, that that you can finally find a little bit of positivity before you get on a goddamn plane and and fear of plummeting to your death. You look up and there's <laughs> a, an ugly ass little gargoyle, and now that's not it. Now, oh, and then I forgot to mention we also have the little dedication plaque. And, oh, I know we didn't. And that's not it. As we said before, we have the little dedication plaque that has what do they call themselves? The New World assholes or whatever it is. Airport they, Commission. Yes, the Airport com- <laughs> Newport. What is it? The New New World Airport New, Commission, right? Yeah. Yep. That's now, it. and I have a feeling after calling the New World assholes, I'm going to be disappearing. <laughs> My man, you are taking a visit on level seven. <laughs> Chris will be looking for a new co-host for uh, episode uh, nine, which is going to be taking place in New York, I might add. But we'll get to that at the end of the show. But back to what I wanted to say, the dedication plaque that they have there has this fake New World Air Commission name on it. But underneath it, they also have a Masonic symbol, right? The, uh, The Freemason symbol. Yes. And there have been a number of conspiracy theories surrounding that group which we won't get into today, but maybe we might cover it down the road because I just don't understand it, and there's just too much too much going on there to even for me to even fucking speculate. But they are, you know, they think they essentially believe that it's part of the New World Order and complete government control. They believe that the Freemasons supplied the funding for this airport, and which might make sense because when you're going billions of dollars over budget and years behind schedule... Where are you making up those profits? Unless it's off the taxpayer, which it usually is. Yeah, always. Let's just uh, mention one more little thing. The cherry on top. Uh, Chris, I believe you said that there was a buried time capsule that they had put somewhere? Yeah, a 100-year time capsule. It's 2094 is when they're supposed to open it, I believe. That would make sense, seeing, uh, yeah, the stone was dedicated in 94, 1994. Okay, so yeah, so 2094. Now, what the fuck do we think's in there? You know it's got to be something weird. <laughs> Could it be an explanation of the the link between <laughs> this and everything, or... Could it be something, uh... Maybe it could be the fucking horse's balls? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) A set of the horse's blue balls uh, inside the capsule, which would really have people scratching their heads in 2094. Yeah, so you never know what's in that thing, right? Old joking aside, I think they put, like, little shit in there, like, uh, credit cards, uh, newspapers of the day that the Denver International Airport opened. So I think they did a lot of, uh, you know... Things, just simple little things like that. I don't think there's anything crazy that's going to be laid out in there. All right, so what are we thinking, Chris? Do you think that there is any kind of validity to these conspiracy theory claims? You know I'm a realist, and you know I uh, I usually don't tend to believe these curses and um, other other weird cases of dolls running around houses and shit but this one i don't like it you know i i i don't i don't see why the that extensive network underground needs to exist for any just functional airport so i i'm gonna go with there is some sort of conspiracy 
going on here. Ooh, I, I did not see that coming. <laughs> this coming from the same guy who didn't think La Pascualita was an actual corpse. If you were betting on me uh, saying that this is all bullshit, you Ooh. are wrong. Ooh, okay. I, yeah. I do believe there's something going on here. Mm. What do you think, Billy? Uh, let me think about this. Um, I think it's a lot of bullshit art. I, 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 I hate when I'm supposed to look at the deeper meaning of art. Just stop. You know, I actually like the way that the, the blue. I actually like the way Lucifer looks. It's kind of a cool looking thing. That, uh, that's pretty cool for like a Halloween decoration. Maybe, yeah, but like... I mean, <laughs> I mean, the guy who made it is obviously talented. The murals, whatever. Murals. I, I would. I, I mean, I think that might just be uh, a way to get some attention and for the artist yeah. himself. Um, the gargoyles. I don't. know. It just seems like real fucking cheesy Liberace type art all over the place uh the one thing i would be suspicious of would be the underground obviously the underground uh tunnel system the eight-story fucking buildings if those are true i would definitely suspect that they are using this as an underground bunker for the elites in society and the wealthy while the rest of us just get fucking nuked so they're saving themselves, but meanwhile the taxpayers are paying yeah. for it. Taxpayers are flesh that yeah. are melting off our bodies. Now this is a stupid little true crime conspiracy podcast, Chris. I'm not going to get nuts on <laughs> political bullshit, but uh, I God, what do I think? Oh, I also think the swastika uh, runways are bullshit, and I think. The tent, the circus tent thing. I actually like that. I like the way that looks. I think it's kind of cool looking. Um, and I'm glad they, they fixed the cloth so nobody's going to get pummeled again and crushed to death by uh, snow. Stupid. In the safety of the airport, I might add. Uh, <laughs> so let's go. Uh, God, what do I want to say? Uh, Chris, I'm in agreement with you. There is Ooh. something going on at this airport. I don't know what it is. I think it's probably just a fucking place for people to uh, hide in case anything goes down. I really wonder how far those uh, tours go. Uh, I mean, that that's I, I I would guarantee that's just sup- like superficial surface shit. I I bet you need some kind of like insane clearance to even get down to those lower levels, like the three, four. You know, who the hell knows what's down there at eight? If you go on YouTube, you can actually see some of the tours. I don't care what organization you are, company, whatever. There's no need to have a fucking underground network like that unless you're hiding something. You know, I just... I'm so sick of it. I've always tried... I, <laughs> I always try to understand what the hell the Freemasons are. and It's just... It's such like an elusive thing. I have no... Know. I just don't understand it. I've heard of them before. 100%. I just don't know anything about them. My daughter's preschool that she was in last year they have a it's a masonic lodge and they have the freemason symbol and oh, i really yeah and there's actually meetings so sometimes if you drive by at night there's actually meetings that are going on there on the upper level so uh really Bill? yeah well I, I might have we to got my, a little we got a little something for you to do i might have to get myself a nice little suit top hat and head on over there 
Introducing your newest member of the Freemasons. I don't know about you, but I've had it with this fucking place. This place sucks. It's not even scary. It's not, it's not scary, but it's interesting nonetheless. <laughs> Let me speak in a way that this, this D-I-C-K airport doesn't... <laughs> I'm going to speak in transparency. Because I want the good people to know that if they want to get in touch with us, they can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com. Or they can reach out to us on Facebook... And the name of that page is Between the Cracks Podcast, or you can reach us on Instagram, which is Between <laughs> the Cracks Podcast. So you could reach us anywhere. Not that anybody ever will. For the love uh, of God, somebody send something. Maybe, uh, actually, maybe this week the uh, New World asshole airport will uh, drop me they, a line. We, 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 we talked them into fucking existence. <laughs> There actually exists now. <laughs> the New World Assholes is an actual agency. <laughs> Next week, Chris, before we leave, I just want to say we're going to be doing something local. So I'm very excited to be doing our first Hudson Valley case. Does that tickle your fancy? Uh, there's no tickling going on, but I am interested because the Hudson Valley is loaded with a ton of great stories with hauntings conspiracy theories there's just plenty i mean we have so many places we could send you pal and i will be in the safety of the <laughs> office recording your data but you go get him cowboy <laughs> you're always the first to to send me in i i can't thank you enough <laughs> oh chris you're very welcome we'll see you guys next week for episode number nine Fuck off, Robert. Not now. Blue balls! I need you, baby! You gotta get me out of here! Bobby! Hop on! <laughs>